Doctors in Canada can now prescribe a pass to the national park. And a new law gives federal workers the right to disconnect. And a suspect in a car crash said the ghost of a NASCAR driver told him to drive the wrong way. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on The Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet in Los Angeles. That's the whole spiel. That's the spiel. You guys got it? Good. You're on board? Okay, let's go. In Canada, doctors will be prescribing passes to the park. Doctors across several Canadian provinces can now prescribe patients a pass to the country's national park system in a bid to improve their mental and physical health. On Monday, Parks Canada said that it was joining the National Nature Prescription Program, known as PARX, or a Prescription for Nature, which aims to get patients into nature for a minimum of two hours per week. This is great. Get you out in nature. Although it's a little cold right now to go out in nature in Canada. I'm just saying. So before you go outside to the National Park in Canada, make sure you guys get get a little lit. You know how you do it up in Canada? You get a little booze in you and then you don't feel so cold, right? You get a little booze in you and then you go out in nature. You walk around with a little tipsy, tipsy, little tipsy in nature. Not so bad, right? Go out and see nature when you're tipsy. Don't get eaten by a bear. Don't get mauled by a moose. You're a little tipsy. Maybe go with a friend, a little little buddy system, you know, like your designated walker person, (laughs) someone to make sure you don't tip over and land land in a bee's nest and get peed on by a moose. It's Canada. It's dangerous. Now, there's a growing body of research, by the way, that has shown anxiety and mental health problems, including those triggered by global heating, can be effectively treated by spending some time in, in nature, guys, out in the forest, just being out there. With the trees and the sand dunes and the palm trees, whatever nature you have in your environment, in your part of the world, got to get out there. These doctors are onto something. And by the way, the best part about going out to nature to heal your mental and physical health, it's free. It's absolutely free. I mean, it's the best health care of all, especially when you live in a country where health care is very expensive, like my own country. Can't afford shit. Can't afford to get myself fixed. And the doctors never give you a free solution. They never go, no, you know what? Go out in nature. No, no, no. They're like, I'm going to give you this prescription and this prescription and this prescription. Don't worry. It's only $350 a month for all of these. All right. This uh, going out into nature, spending time in nature, they say, can include everything from digging your hands into a backyard garden to exploring the back country. Uh, Now, they also say, Studies have shown increased biodiversity as well as sweeping views of open green space and water are actually best. What matters most, say the experts, is that the patients feel like they have had an experience in nature. That's what matters most. So whether you got poison ivy or you were bit by a honey badger in the scrotum, that's not important. What's important is that you felt like you had an experience in nature. Are you cured? Yeah, I got poison ivy all over me, but I feel better. Here's a quote from Dr. Melissa Lem. She's a Vancouver-based family physician. She launched this program with the BC Parks Foundation. She gives a damn. She says, We need to reduce barriers to nature. The park pass that I came up with makes the message even more powerful and easier to follow. And by the way, it's a big deal. 
It's a big deal. This is a big deal. It is a big deal. This is important, and this is potent. It's a good idea for everybody to get out there. What about the children? Huh? They're playing video games all the time. They probably don't get out that much. We need to prescribe them a walk in nature. Put down the phone and walk in nature. Very important. You guys should put your phone down right now and walk in nature. Yeah, don't even finish the podcast. Put it down. You're not listening to me. You put it You put it down and you go for a walk. Tr- walk around the rim of a volcano and make yourself feel good, damn it. <laughs> I think doctors should prescribe all sorts of stuff that's outside of the realm of pills. You know what I mean? Or physical therapy. You know, instead of physical therapy, they're like, you know, go get a happy ending massage. That's what you really need. That'll make you feel good. You know what? I know you're feeling down, right? Go eat a cheesecake. I prescribe a cheesecake for you. That's going to be good for you. <laughs> Have you ever seen roller derby? I prescribe that you go watch a roller derby match. Smoke a blunt in your car first, and then watch roller derby. This is going to be good for your physical and mental well-being. Now, if you want more information, because some of you live in Canada. I have a lot of just bona fide listeners in Canada. Very cool listeners. Big supporters up in Canada. They get me. You get me, Canada. Parks Canada is backing this program. Healthcare professionals in Ontario, British Columbia, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba can prescribe you guys a Parks Canada Discovery Pass uh, worth over $70 to a patient. So uh, it offers unlimited admission for a year at over 80 national parks, national historical sites, national marine conservation areas, territory that together covers more than 450,000 square kilometers of land and water. So if you guys are up in Canada, tell your doctor to give you this prescription. Tell him you have a... I don't know what you say to get this, right? You say, well, anything. I have a headache. Uh, oh, you should go to the park. No, oh, I got herpes. Oh, you should go to the park. <laughs> a new law is going to give workers the right to disconnect from work. This is in Belgium. Over 65,000 Belgian federal workers now have the legal right to make themselves unavailable outside of regular working hours. This means that they no longer need to answer those pesky emails, annoying phone calls or messages outside of their normal working hours. The country became the latest in Europe to offer employees this, quote, right to disconnect. I support this right to disconnect. You should disconnect. And then you should walk in nature. Get yourself a little nature pass and disconnect. Go sit under a cactus Take a little tiny little rip of that bong. You know the one. (laughs) Europe's all about this uh, leisure time. Europe's all about quality of life over work. I love it. Portugal, by the way, was one of the first countries in Europe to provide employees with this right to disconnect. The main reason was that although flexible work has great benefits, one of the main issues for employees was overworking. And recently, Belgium approved this new law that will come into effect this week. According to the Belgian Minister for Public Administration, the law took place because it was necessary to fight against the urge of employees to make themselves available all the time. And the problem was that remote workers worked past hours, leading to a change in working habits. Everybody's working too much. I have a lot of friends that work for tech companies and startups, and they they seem always available. And they don't seem like they get a break, really. 
they got Slack on their phone or some other messaging system that just pings them all the time, even after work hours. And they feel obligated to answer the messages and to be, be available and to reply. They're not getting paid for this extra shit. These folks need to disconnect and get out into nature. You know, go wander around and sit under a palm tree and take a couple hits of acid and enjoy the nature. Without this right, employees will continually feel stress and burnout most of the time. By the way, the government plans to extend the right to disconnect to the private sector as well. Oh, because this is just for the federal sector. Many businesses in the private sector, though, are in opposition. Well, it's good that the government's going to try to push it into the private sector as well. Additionally, the Belgian government is evaluating moving to a four-day week, giving people a three-day weekend. How about that? You go, Belgium. Unbelievable. Three-day work week. That's giving a damn about your citizens and their mental health, their mental well-being. Wanting them to have an overall happy life, quality of life. Such an important aspect in Europe, it seems to me. And you know who else cares about your quality of life? Jonesy, that's right. That's why I do this podcast in a closet every day. I want you to have a nice life. I want you to listen to this, and I'm going to... I try to make you laugh. I don't always succeed, but I give it a damn try. The right to make you laugh. You know, that's what I'm all about. <laughs> yeah. A suspect in a car crash claims the ghost of a NASCAR driver told him to do it. This is Las Vegas, Nevada. A man accused of intentionally driving the wrong way down the 215 later told a judge that the ghost of a NASCAR driver told him to do this. Oh, the old ghost of a NASCAR driver excuse? <laughs> We've seen this before. This guy's name is Daniel Ass-F. Ass-F. Age 51, Daniel Ass-F. Daniel Ass-F faces charges of attempted murder. D murder? Whoa, oh boy. He must have crashed into some people. Um, DUI and battery with a deadly weapon. Daniel Ass F, what are you doing? Deadly weapon. Is that what they categorize your car as? A deadly weapon? I suppose that's what it is, right? His vehicle crashed in the area of Lake North Drive near Sahara Avenue. You know the area. Very busy place. Daniel Ass F didn't give a damn. Drove the wrong way. Obviously drunk out of his titties. In a court hearing Tuesday, that was yesterday, Ass F told the judge that the ghost of Dale Earnhardt, <laughs> very specific, the ghost of Dale Earnhardt told him to drive the wrong way on the freeway. Get this, with a purpose. The ghost of Dale, Dale Earnhardt told him to drive the wrong way in order to get the mayor's attention to bring NASCAR back to Vegas. <laughs> Seems like an odd plan. First of all, I had no idea that NASCAR is no longer in Vegas. I don't really follow NASCAR. Uh, but let's say for the sake of argument, NASCAR is no longer in Vegas. And let's say for the sake of argument, Dale Earnhardt's ghost decided, you know what? I'm going to try and get it back. Do you think he's going to speak to Dan Assef about it? <laughs> I don't think so. After all, it, uh, the authorities claim that Assef reportedly had heroin and methamphetamine in his system at the time of the crash. Dale Earnhardt's not going to go talk to somebody who's had 17 shots of tequila, a bunch of methamphetamine and heroin, and tell them to bring back NASCAR to Vegas. That's not going to happen. Dale Earnhardt's ghost can appear to anybody, 
even the mayor, the actual mayor of Vegas. It's the ghost of Dale Earnhardt. All he's got to do is be like, it's like the ghost of Christmas passages. I'm Dale Earnhardt. Mr. Mayor, you bring back the NASCAR. Bring it back. Bring it back. Bring it back to Vegas. And then the mayor's going to freak out and be like, man, the the ghost of Dale Earnhardt came to me last night and told me I need to bring back NASCAR. You know, of course, they might put the mayor in a mental institution for doing that. But that would be way more effective than going to see Daniel Ass F and having this guy who can't stay off the chemicals, this Vegas nitwit, having him try to bring NASCAR back with this cockamamie plan of driving down the street, going the wrong way, killing somebody or almost killing somebody. doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> I love how I'm trying to like bring reason and logic to it. No, no. If if the ghost of Dale Earnhardt was going to appear, it wouldn't be to this guy. Yeah, I love the idea of blaming stuff on ghosts too. It's just just pushing the crazy to the limit. <laughs> yeah. Look at I didn't mean to steal the ice cream. The ghost of Jim Morrison told me to do it. Uh, it's almost like you get to let the person go because you're like, wow, you're out of your mind. Okay, why don't you get out of here? I don't want to have any further interaction with you. You're gonna blame it on ghosts. Of course, there's somewhere out there, there's a, a woman who wants to marry the ghost of Dale Earnhardt. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't you love her madly? Want to be her daddy? Don't you love her ways? Tell me what you say. Don't you love her as she's... You know it. What's she doing? She's walking out the door. Oh, yes, baby. I was thinking of Jim Morrison. I don't know why. Uh, hey, thanks for getting to the outro. Appreciate you. I'm going to do some due diligence and give thanks and praise. Give thanks and praise. Uh, Sharon Roth became a patron this morning, or rather last night. Last night, Sharon Roth woke up from a dream and said, you know, I need to join the Patreon. <laughs> The ghost of Marilyn Monroe appeared to her and told her that you should join Jonesy's Patreon. <laughs> ah, yeah, ghosts are helping me out in life. That'd be kind of cool. Anyways, Sharon Roth, uh, I just want to let you know I appreciate you. Uh, I'm so grateful for your, uh, your effort and generosity and support of Weird AF News. Please enjoy the extra content that is inside the Patreon. For instance, what extra content, Jonesy? What are you talking about? Marilyn Monroe didn't tell me about any extra content. Well, Marilyn dropped the ball on that shit. She should have told you about the video I just uploaded of me asking, uh, excuse me, answering questions that I was asked by a bunch of people that are fans of the show and members of the Patreon. It's about 45 minutes long, and it's weird. So you might want to listen to that. (laughs) It's very weird. We went deep and personal with Jonesy. Anyways, that's probably the coolest thing that's in there right now. But, um, so check that out, Sharon Roth. And thanks for your support. If you guys want to be amazing like Sharon Roth, show your love for the show and support. Go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews or go to weirdafnews.com and click on the banner. Or download the Patreon app, P-A-T-R-E-O-N app and do a search for weird af news and you can join you could join for just like two bucks a month that's like buying me a cup of coffee oh yeah not even half a cup of coffee you see where i live please uh what else like if you'd like to call the show 646-450-2012 you can send me a dm and instagram if you want to say what's up at funny jones yeah appreciate that and um, or you can send send me a message on Twitter as well at Funny Jones or email me funnyjones at gmail dot com if you got a a story you would like me to cover something like that 
want to send me a song, you know, whatever you want to do, I'm available. And I love you. <laughs> I love you. I just love, I love you. <laughs> guys, I love you guys. I love you guys so much. <laughs> guys, guys, you know I love you, right? Right. You do. We totally love you. <laughs> guys, come on. You tell people, tell people I love you. Come on. You don't have to do that. Just come on, just know I do. I do.